lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle. Can I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Prime back to Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. Welcome back. You're listening to the finale, the conclusion of Tasha's season of The Bachelorette here on The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. I'm Brian Beckner. Once again, just an absolute, just treacherous slog of a season. I don't know why I do this, but all because talking about it is fun. Watching it is horrible. I am joined by the hero we need. His name is Jason Stewart. Jason, what's up? Hello, everybody. We got we got behind, and this it's very daunting to get behind on the Bachelor because they they take what can be easily conveyed in forty five minutes, and they stretch it into two two hour episodes. And it's just, if you get a little bit behind, it is so hard to catch up, at least for me. When you're busy, it's Christmas time, it's hard to watch eight hours of a show. (laughs) But it's been, I don't know what you're laughing about. Uh, So we didn't do a show last week. It's my fault. It was very busy. But what happened? What Catch us up, Jason. We We lost Ben. We got him back. We lost some other dudes, but we don't really care about him. Brendan, I thought, did himself very proud. We ended up with the with one of the one of the least likely winners of a bachelor. I can remember bachelorette. I can remember. Take us through it, Jason. What, what's been happening on the bachelorette Tasha season? Well, a couple of things. Uh, first, I need to address your. Um you're you're feeling right now because it's horrible. You, you feel you feel really beat down. You've had an you've had enough. Yeah. The the bright side, the good thing is that the bachelor starts in about ten days. It bums me out so <laughs> it bums me out so much because usually usually there's like a couple months in between unless it's Paradise, which is my favorite show. Paradise, yeah. I love. I, I watch every minute of Paradise because it's constantly changing and there's so many different people and it's ridiculous right. and stupid. But these bachelors take themselves so seriously, it's very hard to watch. And I usually, because I'm doing a few podcasts a week, I'm usually, while this one is maybe my favorite one to do, it's nice to get a little bit of a break so that I'm not doing a podcast every single night. And more, more importantly, I don't have to watch four hours of TV every week. That's the problem. So although I am looking forward to the new um, Bachelor, Matt James, because the man is gorgeous. Like I feel mm-hmm. like, But again, this is, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to be really excited about the Bachelor, Matt James, and then one episode in, I'm going to be like, this guy's a pussy. I hate him. <laughs> like, this is not a real man. He doesn't know how to act. He doesn't know. He doesn't know how to talk to women. He's going to drive me crazy for sure. But, but looking from the outside, he looks amazing. And so that part is exciting. Tell me though, what's let's, let's wrap up Tasha's season. What do I need to know? Uh, one more analogy. Oh I remember, God. um, People forget how 
much of a uh, huge success American Idol was coming off of Kelly Clarkson and everything else. Um, and then they start season two and they had that. That was um, that was what's his name? Um, I brought him up in, in Bo, last week's Bo Bice. podcast. No, 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 no. It was the uh, Justin the guy Guarini. Who, guy, who, guy, guy who came out, who finished second. Oh, Clay um, Aiken. Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken, the, the, the country fell in love with him, but he lost he to lost. The, the big black guy. Ruben um, stuttered. Right. And then I think American Idol was like, we're just going to keep we're gonna keep the money flowing with the advertisers. And they started season three like a month after season two. Is that true? You know? and, and it was Fantasia season. And people got uh, American Idol illiterate? fatigue. Yeah. Maybe, but yeah. she, Amer- they, they got American Idol fatigue, yeah. proving that in TV there is so there is uh, such thing as too much of a good thing. I believe it's uh, called. I believe it's called the law of diminishing returns. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, and so I think I I reached that point at some point because we've we've had to consume eight hours of TV in the last two weeks. And around hour of like four and a half, you know, half of halfway into hour four, I think I felt that. I felt that, my God, because they do the bachelor yeah. promos yes. each each commercial, and it's like we're gonna have to fire this up again. It's too much. I don't dude. know if I have any any more bullets, but uh, anyways. So, um, Jason I Stewart, con- Jason Stewart, do not sell yourself short. You have plenty of bullets. That's true. Yeah. Um, now. Um, I kind of want to just because I don't we don't need to sum up the past eight hours of no. Bachelor uh, episodes. I will say this, um, you know, there was a couple things. Tasha kind of uh, she's a head scratcher. Um, she told at least three guys that she was either in love or falling in love with them. Yeah. Um, and then, and she then, has, then she has a one one conversation with her dad and she's like, wait, am I? Right. Well, yeah. that's the thing that, that that's kind of my point at the end of this whole thing, but kind of, I guess we could start like at the end of this and work kind of backwards a little bit. Sure. She, she ends up, uh, with Zach C and Ben as the final Spoiler two. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Which no one really saw coming, but like the way we got here was, uh, Ben for the second time in the season completely misplayed his cards. Um, they were coming off of hometowns yeah, and, and, and he's like, I'm, I'm going to tell her that I love her. I'm going to tell her that I love her. And he just like shit his pants right the night of the hometowns. Yeah, the and he scat- didn't tell the scatological her. analogies are not yeah. from right, right. Go on. But, but he did tell the audience, the viewing audience for the second time this season, that he was just so confident that he was going to get a rose that he'll just tell her the next episode. And it's like, <laughs> oh, that's good. You, you knew at that point that she was going to send him home yeah. because, because earlier in the season, he played this thing where yeah. at the end of a group date, he's like, I'm going to wait for everybody to go. And then I'm going to finish it off. So I'm the last person she remembers. Yeah. And then at some point she's like, I'm tired. I got to go to bed. And he never got a chance to I do remember it. remember that one. Um, so he, he just he never makes good decisions. No. And Ben, again, he's the guy who has um, who has tried to commit suicide each of the last two years. Yes. And, That's true. Uh, and as he's meeting with her, her parents tonight and they're going over kind of, you know, the fact that he's for some reason, her dad really was impressed with the fact that he went to West Point. And then they get into, you know, how uh, genuine and loyal he is and stuff like that. I'm thinking 
I mean, just for transparency and to give the parents the full information, I think the mental health probably needed to come up at some point. I don't know if it did off camera or something, but that just seems to be such a, a major thing I don't think you leave to just that. leave out no. of a should I marry this guy no. or not conversation. No, I don't think you, don't you, think so? I don't think you lead with that. No, that's that's a, such a personal thing. And it's like, I don't know if that's you make that part of the relationship. I did. And again, I wouldn't, I don't know if, if you lead with this either. Did, um, Zach, I'll be, no. on, I'll be honest. I was watching the show and I was, I was editing my other podcast. So right. I don't, I don't know. Did Zach lead with his alcoholism? Didn't come up. It's yeah, not about, ca- it's not about, it's not about leading. Well, you said leading, it's didn't about, you? It's a, it's about informing at some point during, mm-hmm. during the, the day, because, um, say she, say she does decide to marry Ben. Yeah. And then at some point he goes fifty one fifty, and they're at the hospital, and she's like, "Yeah, he tried to do this each of the last two years too." I forgot to tell you guys this, and they're like, "What? What? Wait, wait a minute." Yeah. And so, um, and then I mean, with Zach, it's like he's nine years sober, like on the day of, he had his he had his sober birthday, which was yeah. impressive. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I mean, that could be like a that could be just an easy uh, transition into nine years today and then him him telling them that but anyways um that that was the least of my issues with this episode um so brendan was uh one of our favorite guys he's a roofer he's just a really good guy from the boston area as normal as anybody who's ever been on the show in other words you i never got the feeling that he's after any kind of fame or notoriety or Instagram followers. I never got that feeling both, from him. Both he and Zach, I would put in that category. Just sort of unconventional. I would say that maybe about all of the guys that made it to the end. They're, they're I, think just, ben, I think Ben's got some vanity thing going well, on. Yeah. I think Ben I mean, would have loved jacked. to he's have been famous yeah. for a while. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll definitely parlay this into a run on Paradise. He's gorgeous. He's got those blue eyes. He went to West Point. He's, he's <laughs> you go to West Point. He's jacked. He's um, a trainer. But so Brendan, like, um, he pulls a maneuver that's like far too mature and rational for a, for a show like this. Like, he gets, um, she takes him to the final three. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, like, he starts to get cold feet, and he's like, you know, I made a mistake once of getting married, and. I'm still broken and it's not fair to her to do this. And he actually said along the way is like, and I've only known her for like three weeks. And like, why would I choose I to do something like this again after only knowing someone for so, such a short time? Like he's saying things that are rational and way too normal. It is. It's it, I thought the same thing because I'm like, well, dude, like who knows like, this about themselves already? Like he's, he's very, he's like, I can't do, I'm not ready is basically what he says, which is hard to do because Tasha's like a, a, she's a right hot girl. (laughs) Like it's like, not, not, he's not going to encounter that. And not that this is everything. This isn't anything, but it's something you're, he's not going to have encounters where he's going to have a chance to hook up with a girl this hot. Again. That's the thing. Yeah. That, that the timing of this, I mean, I need to, um, 
I need to take a sample of our listeners. Say there's a hundred dudes listening right now. I'm there's wondering more than how, ma- how more many. Than no, I'm just saying a sample, just to make yeah. it an even number, even yeah. hundred. So a uh, hundred out of the hundred dudes that are listening in this sample, I wonder how many of those dudes would choose to tell yeah. Tasha, yeah, the the day of overnights, yeah, that he's not into it, as opposed to. Let's just do the overnight. Do what comes natural. Yeah. We're, we're two. We're two consenting adults. Mm-hmm. We're two very physically attractive yep. people. Let's just let's let's let the night unfold, and then in the morning he can talk about this apprehension, and then he yep. could just kind of bail on it. Like I don't know how many men would have chosen to do. I I, I have to respect it because yes. there is a lot of dignity there. Yep. I just don't know if. If it, it's it's not natural for a man to, to do that. So can I answer it for my, yes. can I be one of the people in the audience? So I'm in my 40s. And uh, in his 40s, Brian does what Brendan does. If I'm if I'm not feeling the chick, I'm not, I'm not having sex with anybody just to have sex with them unless they also understand that we're just having sex and it doesn't mean anything more than that. 30s however old this guy is mid 30s mid 30s i'm i'm definitely like letting it go to the fantasy suites and then well we can have the conversation after the fantasy suites so he's he's much more mature than i was at his age i'll just say that yes yeah and but i mean it's it's like this this show is so um i don't even know what you'd call flimsy on like that so many relationships just don't last so even if he was to play the part and get to the end there's not you know it's like a you know a one in ten chance they're going to survive that anyways but anyways yeah um it it, he he makes he makes an amazing play he was shook yeah it was kind of like um it's kind of like when you're watching poker on on uh, ESPN or something. No one does that except it's, you. And mm-hmm. someone has has shoved their chips on a bluff, and oh, there's no, no way in hell somebody oh, no. there's no way in hell anybody could get a read on that. But oh, some, no. some guy calls him with like an ace high. Oh my god! It's like Brendan made an amazing call. Like I just most men would have just given in in that situation. Uh, yeah, poker analogy. Fuck. That was so uh, bad. That was. I love how you stuck with it, though. Um, by the way, I, I thought of a. a um, I thought of a football analogy. No, as, as, as well, I'm watching. Be as I'm watching poker. her, like, yeah. tell everybody she loves them. So it, let, let's let's do this. Yeah. If you're keeping score, um, she has told. She had told Zach last night she loves him. Yep. She told Brendan she's fallen in love with him. She told Ivan she's fallen in love with him. Um, she she actually says to Brendan or about Brendan on the way out the door that he was the one she would have chosen. Um, yeah, and yeah. then she, she and tells then she Ben. Tells, yeah. She tells Rachel that Ben was the one that got away. Yeah. She tells Ben that she's like, I'd be lying if I said I didn't miss you. Or she, no, she doesn't even say that. She's like, I've missed you. And yes. I'm like, how, like when you, when you love someone <laughs> and you're with the person you love, yeah. you don't miss other people. That's the definition of love. 
when you're in love with somebody, you're completely fulfilled by that person. And you don't think, hey, I wonder what this other person who's not here is doing right now. I miss them. That is not – then you're not in love. That leads me to the, the, the great football analogy. Yeah. You, hear that, you hear this sometimes by commentators, right? Mm. Um, if a team has two quarterbacks vying for a position – They have none. They have no down, quarterbacks. If, if, if you've got two quarterbacks, you, you've got, you've got, you don't have one quarterback. Yes. And I'm thinking – if she has four guys that she wants to marry, she doesn't have one guy can I, that she wants to marry. Hold on. Can I, can I retort to your quarterback analogy? What if, what if you have two quarterbacks and their names are Joe Montana and Steve Young? Do you still have zero quarterbacks? Um, see that, that, that's the one, I think that's the one contradicting example, but I don't think Steve oh. Young was ever a consideration until the very, very end because mm. they were, they were going to ride Montana until, until he started to really break down. And then at some point, Seifert and, and gang oh made the decision. Oh we're going to go, we're going to move on from I Joe and go known. to Steve Young. I should have known not to bring that. Yeah. No, you're right. One thing I want to bring up before we move past it. We talked about who can remember. This is a lot like COVID. I did a, I did a, a podcast earlier tonight where we did the year in review and we were talking about Tiger King and we're talking about how we all had to watch Tiger King because we were so just burnt out after being in quarantine for a week. <laughs> yeah, it was like we got to do something. We may as well just watch Tiger King. And now nine months later, it's like there's no more Tiger Kings. The you mentioned this season started with Claire Crawley. I know the oldest bachelorette in history at thirty nine. <laughs> As Joseph pointed out, right? She she was the oldest. The oldest. The oldest bachelorette. This started out with her as a bachelorette. There was a whole different bachelorette at the beginning of this season, like two months ago. And you pointed out something. She. It was clear, it was leaked before the season started that she had met her love and blah, blah, blah. And so when Dale shows up to the show, she's like, I think I just met my husband. And it was way overshot. And you made the point, it wouldn't surprise you if they had gone back, knowing what they knew, had gone back and reshot that opening so that they could get more story out of it, which I thought was a really good point that you made this this week they're doing the uh they're doing the whatever they call them it's not hometown or they're doing fantasy suite dates which fantasy is just suite, yeah. just you know walking around the hotel they do the neil lane thing with brendan and they're shooting lots of clothes. They're look, they're ring shopping. The whole date mm-hmm. is ring shopping. She didn't go ring shopping with Ivan. She didn't go ring shopping with Zach. She went ring shopping with the guy that left her there on that show that quit the show. They, she did the most serious date with him. And there's all these close up shots of his face. <laughs> of him looking freaked out, him looking yeah. sweaty, him having nothing to say, him having no opinions, him being just completely uncomfortable in the ring shopping thing. And I thought to myself, th- if this guy, this guy, 
knew he was going to leave. Did they shoot this afterward or did they know he was going to leave <laughs> or just, or, or maybe give, give the producers the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they just had the idea that he was going to leave. They had a good feeling about him from his producer. You know, that all these, all these bachelors have somebody that's each, each there's like groups of bachelors that have a producer that works with them. So maybe the, Brendan's producer gave them a heads up like, hey, I, I think he's going to bounce. So they made this ring date. But it wouldn't shock me to know that they shot the ring date after the breakup. What were your thoughts on that, Jason? Wow. I No, that didn't even come to mind. I'm usually the guy that thinks in, in those terms. Conspiracy. And, 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 and later on tonight, I think there was there was a moment that was similar to that. But I didn't get that feeling as mm-hmm. much as I got the feeling that I think they knew that he was apprehensive and they were going to put him in in a spot that would make him sweat the most. Yep. Um, and it was actually pretty good TV. Now, you never know with these edits, totally. you know, how often he was looking like he was, you know, pissing his pants. But like he he did look terribly uh, uh, put off by the whole thing. And there was a there was a uh, an entertaining exchange and I can't quite find it now, but it just speaks to how stupid and narcissistic this show is like. Uh, so Brendan obviously hasn't really watched the show. He's a roofer. Um, he's, he's got, he's been married. He's got, he's had other things going on. High school sweetheart sitch. Right. And, um, you know, so he walks in and he, he introduces himself or Neil Lane introduces himself and Brendan legitimately doesn't know who he is. Who would, who would know who Neil Lane is? Well, I mean, somebody who consumes the bachelor every season does exclusively. Yeah. This is, this is what Tasha says. Um, She's she's in an interview um, away from the, the, the scene and she's like, um, because it was obvious Brendan didn't know who he was. And she's like, well, it, it's it's good. He should know who who Neil Lane is. I mean, he's such a big part of the batch, Bachelor franchise. Like, yeah. What the fuck does that have to do with you and him and you possibly yeah. getting married mm-hmm. or anything like that? Why should he know who he is yeah. just because he's a major part of the Bachelor franchise? We, and so it was almost yeah. like this, the scene was the, the editors or the producers were like, holy shit, man. Uh, Brendan obviously doesn't know who this is. So we need to retell the viewers how important Neil Lane is because he gives us a lot of money for this shit. That's that's a good point. Yes. <laughs> But also we talk about it a lot on this show that the, when the, when it's the bachelor, the flagship of the franchise, the, the contestants on the bachelor are so they, they haven't grown up in a world without the TV show, the bachelor. So Tasha of course knows who Neil Lane is and is stunned that someone might not know who Neil Lane is when 99.9% of the world's population has no clue who Neil Lane is. But Brendan doesn't, she doesn't understand why Brendan doesn't know who he is, but Brendan, it doesn't watch the bachelor. Just like you're saying, like the, the guys, the male contestants aren't fans of the bachelor men (laughs) for the most part, other than you and me. And of course, our dear friend Reality Steve, don't watch The Bachelor, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. But, but there also is 
there's there's a thread. I, I just said narcissism like a minute mm-hmm. ago, but again, the people on the show who have been on prior shows, they they do um, expect their subjects to know their story, their bachelor story. Yeah. And in, in other words, if you come on the show and you act oblivious about how she was dumped like the season before or something, there's always a little bit of like head scratching, like. What you don't know that you obviously don't care much about me that yeah. you didn't even watch the last show. Like they get really like yeah. perturbed about that. Really stuff like that. Like the only thing in the world is how they were handled on this uh, this game show. But anyway, good point. Uh, so back to this. So um, there was this. There was a scene tonight that just got really fishy. Okay, so there was. Um, they were down to the final three. She she did overnights with uh with ivan she did overnights with zach uh ben dumped her before overnights like a fool um and then she did like a uh what do you call those things like a or like a, an aluminum trailer uh overnight airstream what do you call those things? the airstreams yeah yes she, she did an airstream overnight with him yeah um and they were just all over each other had a great uh breakfast and all that stuff so you walk away thinking ivan's ivan's right there if he's not one, he's one A. He's yep. he's right there. Uh, she has a great uh, overnight with Zach. They tell each other they love each other. Um, and you're thinking, wow, I wonder how this is going to go. And it's strange that they're having a rose ceremony, even though there's just two of them. It's just strange that they're still having the ceremony. And I'm thinking, why would they keep having the ceremony? Well, now I realize kind of why, right? Because Ben... Um, as it's become fashionable to do, um, quote unquote, surprises Tasha by going up to her door, unbelievable, and telling her that he regrets how he acted Disgusting. on the way out, yeah, and he didn't want to leave this situation without telling her that he loved her, yeah. And she does what she does, and she, you know, haws and hems and, and gets really overwhelmed. Or, she, or hems and haws, yep. yes, mm-hmm. hems and haws, and um, and then she. Just out of the no, out of nowhere, says, "You know what? I don't know. I really don't know. But, but come to the rose ceremony tonight. Like, it's like what? You yeah. you already didn't give him a rose. Yeah. He came back and intruded mm-hmm. on this whole thing. And now you're saying come to this rose ceremony that for some reason was still scheduled, yep. even though there were two people already decided. So my this is my theory on this. Oh, you talk about conspiracy Let's theories. Hear it. I think Ben after he got ousted." Um, I think he was at the other end of the resort of quarantining of with course. all the other losers. Of course. And, uh, and Tasha is like, you know what? Um, I kind of, I'm kind of feeling Ben. I, I'm kind of feeling it again. And, and Brendan just dumped me before the overnights. Uh, can we bring Ben back of course. to make, to make it a rose ceremony? Yeah. Uh, can we bring Ben back to, because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of missing him? And then they had him do this thing, this ordeal, this this pretense where he goes to her and asks for her back. Yeah. When I think that whole thing was fucking prearranged. I think the whole, so that they could have a rose ceremony and that they could they could have this night. And it just to me, I felt used after the whole thing because wow. what happens when they get to the rose ceremony? Um, they skip over this plot line where um, Ivan had supposedly told her that he's not a Christian at some point during the overnight. 
the producers, the show, the editors decided not to show that exchange during the overnights. Stunning. And supposedly, this is a deal breaker for Tasha. You would think that if it's a deal breaker, they would have showed the exchange. But for some reason, she pulls them aside at the rose ceremony, and they don't even address what it is. They just they're vague about it. And he's like, I had a feeling that might be that might ruin this, and it did. And she's like, Yeah, sorry. And he's like, Good luck. It was like it was just such a weird thing because it wasn't a it wasn't a dramatic ending for them. It was almost like he anticipated it. And as the viewing as the viewer, I had to text our our guy Steve Carbone and say, Wait a minute, did I miss something? Did they have this exchange about religion, or are we just finding all of this out right now in this vague, uh, abrupt ending? weren't you weren't you completely confused by that? Um, it was so dumb because it was like Ben showed back up, and then she's like, "Oh, good, I can get rid of Ivan." When she was clearly like into Ivan early on, here's what I think. I don't even know. I don't know what to think. I think that this Zach situation was decided on, had been decided on for a while. And like a lot of these seasons go, the, they know who they're going to pick and they're just kind of like floating people along while they hold out to pick the person that they they know they're going to pick all along. And so the, the producers are like, we got to do something. Ben, you're not leaving. You're voted off. Like who knows how many voted off dudes or dispatch dudes or non rose getters are still lingering around the property. They're like, you can't leave. It's COVID. We might need you. We might need to shoot some interstitial stuff with you later. We don't know yet. We might need to do to interview you about something. Hang out, order some room service, hang out by the pool, and we'll let you know. And then they're there when they need them back. So when they go, when they realize, oh, she's not picking Ivan, they get some intel from the production. They're like, hey, it's not going to be Ivan. What are we going to do to make something interesting? Because she's Brendan's left. We need a third guy. Because she was, it was going to be Brendan and Zach. We knew it was going to be Brendan and Zach. And now Brendan's gone. She's good. She wants to get rid of Ivan. What do we do? We need a new Brendan. A Ben's still here. Get Ben, get Ben back over here because we can use him for that. So the producers, in other words, are torn between we need a show to present to the viewers so that they don't think this is a complete. Um, you know, I, I guess, what would you say? A rigged program yes, where yes. everything's predetermined. We need a show to give the audience and, and they don't, re- and they kind of let the subjects know what's going to happen. Because to me, um, again, Ivan, Ivan left fart way too easy. Um, yes. and, and it was like, she did do that. She's like, well, Brendan just dumped me. And Ivan just told me he's not going to be religious like me. So the show needs two people at the end, so let's bring Ben back. But then they go through this pretense where he forced himself back. It was just so – to me, I just felt used. But but what's kind of cruel and unusual about this is uh, we've already – we already said this when she said ben, sent Ben home the first time. It's like, do you really want to fuck with the uh, the the – head chemistry of someone who's tried to commit suicide each of the last two years? Do you really want to yes. 
to dump a guy and give him these these bad feelings again. She did it once. They don't care. And to bring him back into it twice, he was dumped twice in two weeks or whatever it was. Um, but anyways, I yeah, the whole thing to me, you're right. It's it's I I, I totally was reminded of this as, as you discussed it. Um, the Claire thing, it started off kind of rigged, and it started off um, as a pretense from the very get go. This entire season, it was like. Claire made a shit show of this whole thing by falling in love with one dude after one night. And the, the, the show was left to like put together a, a full show that going through all the motions and none of the, the none of the characters or the subjects involved um, were in on it or, or at least they weren't, I don't know. I, I would feel gypped if I was one of the dudes in this bachelorette season, especially yeah. if, if they do what they, if they do what they say they do, in yeah. other words, quit their jobs yeah. and can't, go on this thing and quarantine for a couple months. Yeah. I mean, Kenny boy, boy band manager. Who were some other guys? Yeah. Some well, other Ken, guys. He, that guy got pissed. He yeah. was telling everybody like, what the fuck is all this? Bennett. But they, they got to know like the, the, come on. I mean, the point, of going on the bachelor. And we've seen this many times where people get too close to the end and they freak out because they didn't expect to win. And a lot of, a couple years ago, we had a guy win the bachelor, the bachelorette who had a girlfriend. Judd. Was that his name? The the guy with the acoustic guitar? (laughs) Yes. And everyone's like, he's such an asshole. But can you believe he did this? Well, he didn't expect to win. He he went on to play his acoustic guitar a few times. (laughs) Exactly right. Maybe get somebody in in Nashville to notice him. Do the math. Yeah. It's a one in 26 chance that you will win. Right. And then it's an even it's an even the the odds are even greater that you're actually going to fall in love and potentially marry somebody. Of course, it's it's nearly impossible. I mean, the dice, the people that actually win don't fall in love. Right. Right. They don't stay together like the people that win the show don't stay together. So what are the odds that you're going to be one guy on the show? Most, most guys are gone in the first couple of weeks. They narrow it down. We talk about it all the time. I'm like, get rid of some of these guys. I don't know who they are. Like get it down to like six guys because it's confusing. I don't know who any of these people are. Hey, remember Noah? He left last week. Seems, it seems like he's been gone three months ago. You know, like it's, he, he got, but he got to be on TV. Right. And that's the whole point. These guys show up. They think they're going to be on TV for a little while. Hey, maybe I'll get to make out with her. I'll look good. Some other guy that went to West Point or something is going to win anyway. Who gives a shit? Like, I'm not uh, like they're not going to pick a roofer from Boston to win the fucking bachelorette. (laughs) And he knows that. And then he's like, oh, shit, I might win this. Hold on. Like, A, I'm not ready. Maybe that's his excuse. But he's but he knew coming in. He wasn't ready. He just knew it was a chance to be on TV not expecting to go to the end. And that's all of these guys. So not a surprise. Not, I can't remember what we we're talking about in the first place. Well, well my, my thing is this, um, you know, there was a point tonight when I thought that Tasha was really going to fuck over the viewers um, mm-hmm. and just pull like a typical 2020 thing and be like, I'm giving myself a rose. 
Um, yeah. And I, I'm not going to pick either of these guys are great guys, but I, 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 my heart's not in it because I thought that they were going to make the dad, the fall guy. Um, for some yeah. reason, the two guys meet with the dad and then the, then the dad talks to Tasha afterwards and he reminds her that she was divorced and that she felt bad about it. And for whatever reason that brought all these feelings to the surface yeah. and Tasha was playing this game where she's like, I don't want to get hurt again. I told myself I was never going to marry again. Yeah. This scares the hell out of me. I don't want to get married again. And it's like, and then if if the bachelor uh, is self aware at all, yeah, they have to stop that language and be like, wait a minute, wait, yeah. hold on a second. You can't say that you were never going to get married again and then be the bachelorette. That that those are contradicting things. So they, I think they were torn between those two narratives. But I really thought that they were going to put this all on the dad, like. She was going to be with somebody until her dad reminded her that she might get divorced again. And then all of, a, all of a sudden, everything fucking went to shit. And I thought she was just at the end of this episode tonight, just going to be like, you know what? I love you both, but I can't be with you, either of you. And then see you later. And I, I really thought it was going down that way. And I started getting pissed off yeah. <laughs> for some stupid reason. Yeah. Um, so it was actually surprising to me that, um, you know, she let Ben go before uh before the the approach before the proposal approach and then when zach um got up there i think they were kind of playing on my emotions the the people yep. that edited the show did because she started t- telling him yep. shit and then she said but mm-hmm. this, is, mm-hmm. this is what she said she said i told you i love you but and yeah. then there was this massive pause. The music stops. And then I'm like, I fell for her like a fucking asshole. Yeah, and I'm like, see, that's it. She's not going to pick anybody. I, I fucking knew it. And then uh, she, she said, it's actually more than love. And then she goes into this more whole spiel. Yeah. And then they get engaged. I, I haven't, um, I don't do spoilers. I, I haven't followed what Reality Steve is reporting. I have no idea if they're still together. I don't know. Yeah. If, have you heard? No. You can reveal now no. if you know. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I will say this. Zach, well, two things. You were talking about that the language that they need to remove from the show. I'll tell you one thing they need to remove is the word daddy because Rutasha gets a knock on the door and she opens the door and she's like, hey, daddy. And I'm like, oh, come on, sweetheart. You're 30. Like you're, I think she's older than 30. It's like you we're not calling our dad that anymore. FYI. That's just not what we're doing. But I was, I was impressed by Zach. He's, he was not a guy that should have won the bachelorette. He was, wasn't the most handsome. I don't, I know he's a, he's a, he's very into his sobriety, which is amazing, incredible. And I respect him for that, but he's not, you know, he's not this Harvard dude walking in there or this ex football player or any of these kinds of things. He's just kind of like a regular looking dude looks a little older than 36, which, you know, he was, he was going hard on the pills for a while, (laughs) which is understandable. So I just didn't expect him to be the kind of guy that would win the show. And then when it came down to it for, for all the things we make fun of about this show and there's, and they're all worthy of our scorn Zach came across as very sincere when he was talking to her at the end of the show where he's like, 
he made the analogy to a sobriety. He's like, today's my nine year sober anniversary. And he's like, do you know what that means to me? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, it's the most important thing in my life. And he, and he goes, it means, and this is, this is a real panty dropper. Let's be honest. He goes, it means I can face everything head on. He's like, I don't, I know that I don't have to avoid anything that happens in my life. Cause I can, I can come at things with a clear perspective. That's how I know I love you. That's basically <laughs> what he said. And it's like, how do you respond to that? Like how, what's fake about that? That's he's being as real as you can possibly be. So I get why he won the show. Now, I don't know if his heart's been broken yet. I imagine it will be eventually, but he came off as very genuine. If, if there's something to take away from this show, that's positive. It's that a guy like Zach won the bachelorette when he shouldn't have. I think that's a great point that I, I, I was, I was moved by that whole thing. The analogy, he was, he was very articulate in the yes. moments. Mm-hmm. Like he, well he spoken. didn't get like a, he didn't get like diarrhea of the mouth. Like yep. a lot of these guys get, yep. or he was like smart enough show. to like, yeah. he's smart enough to know how he feels and, and articulate it. Yes. Um, and that sets him apart. And then he played all the right, um, all the right uh, notes. notes with the father and yeah. that everything was deferential to him. Yes. Like every, everything he said with the father was a total ass kissing thing, but he didn't, he was savvy enough to not make it look like overtly ass kissing. He just yeah. played it smart. Um, I did find it interesting that um, remember how we, we made fun of Colton for um, asking all four yeah, dads yeah. on the, uh, on yeah. the hometowns. Yeah. Um, if, 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 if the, if he could have his yeah. per, their permission yeah. for marriage. I know. It's and, so good. And so, and we're like, that's pretty excessive. Yeah. But then you, 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 then you come to a night like tonight where both guys thought they were going to propose or they told us they were going to propose and neither of them asked for their permission, which to me was kind of strange. Um, yeah, good point. I, th- I thought Zach for sure was going to do that yeah. and he didn't. Um, are people but, still asking permission these days? Well, I mean, I, we just got done talking about Colton Underwood like yeah. two seasons ago yeah, or whatever. But I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's he, in vogue. He's in a general. gay man. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a that's a really <laughs> good point. Um, a, a couple of things I noticed that I feel like need to be discussed from the per- production angle. Ben shows up to this, uh, and he does the um the hometown or whatever it is. The, the he meets the family. I don't know what that's called. Her hometown. He meets the family. I don't know if you notice this, but these, these, you know, they take a long time to shoot these things. You think this whole thing's happening in five minutes and they're shooting it over the course of hours. How about we have a production assistant off camera, constantly freshening up these drinks on the table you look, <laughs> these drinks had been sitting there so long. There wasn't, not that there was, not that the ice had sort of melted. There, they, a couple of them had like gin and tonics. There was not <laughs> an ice cube in the, in the, the palms, greater Palm Springs area near that glass. There was, the mom had a beer and the beer looked so warm and disgusting. Just constantly. <laughs> 
freshen up their glasses because at one point Ben proposes a toast and everybody lifts up these warm, gross <laughs> cocktails with that I, that I would not take a sip of for five hundred dollars. And they're all they're all oh yeah, they're all pretending that they're happy to do a toast. Get, you know he's gonna do the toast. Get him stop for a second. Get everybody a fresh glass and make a fucking toast with a nice fresh cocktail. It's disgusting. And then I don't I was editing the the baller lifestyle, so I wasn't listening, but they were eating pizza. What was that all about? Did we do we need that? Do we need to have them eat pizza uh, on the again, Zach date? Yet again, it was a another like I I keep saying that this entire season has been real loose on the details. Um, again, maybe it was something that was said during the um, during the date, and he he said he wanted to do it or whatever. But uh, the show just chose to put a pizza in the middle of a table, yeah. and then the only reference to why it was there was Zach saying, "This is the closest to New York that we're going to get today." So. Obviously, he had the idea of doing a little New York style to the family thing, which, but yet again, I I thought the exact same thing. Like the the show, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's because they had a race to get it done or what, but there were things this season that just went unexplained that probably should have been explained. Totally. Um, the Ivan exit being maybe the worst violation of that entire thing. It was yes. like, I'm going to propose to this chick to, Oh, it's cool. Yeah. I figured you wouldn't, you wouldn't be into that. Okay. Have a good wife. Um, but yeah. So I, to me, this was like a, um, I think if the producers were to look at this whole thing, I think they, they give each other high fives and be yeah. like, we somehow salvaged this during a pandemic when one of our subjects completely fucked us over yeah. by following yeah. well. We salvaged this and we gave viewers their 10 or 11 episodes. There were there were severe flaws in the plot lines and the dates were so unoriginal because they couldn't they couldn't leave the premises. But I think that overall, I think that they were pretty happy with it. Um, But even for a cheesy show that that uh, you shouldn't take serious, I, I found myself getting frustrated with some of the things that they chose to do. Um. Yeah. Absolutely, I totally agree with you. They 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 did the best they could under the circumstances. Like like Ben and the family going on a like a little um, <laughs> twelve yard like scooter drag race with helmets with helmets. Like not sure why that was necessary. Not sure what what people what the producers thought they would capture like have them take a walk or like a splash around in the pool or something but like the scooter like the eight yard scooter race was really weird so weird and then i did like um the the dad is like so taisha tell me she's like he's like what do you what do you see in this guy zach and (laughs) taisha goes Zach is just a good guy. Oh, well, that's like that's like what you say about uh, about somebody that's like sits uh, in the cubicle across from you. Like it's not like <laughs> you don't you're not you don't want to get married to somebody because they're a good guy. And when you, and when you're deeply in love with somebody, and somebody goes, "Hey, tell me about this guy that you're in love with," 
Right. Your go-to isn't, well, he's just a good guy. It's and, just not believable. But that's, that's again, what I just kind of referenced a little bit ago. Yeah. Most of these people they pick for this show, especially like a drop-dead gorgeous uh, person yeah. like her, yeah. they're just not great at articulating their feelings. Yeah. Um, I think Tasha used the word overwhelmed at least 50 times tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She just couldn't quite come up with a synonym for overwhelmed. Like she just kept having to say that. And it's like after a while, you're like, yeah, we know you're overwhelmed. Got it. Let's move on a little bit. Yeah. Um, but most people can't find the words. That's why I was impressed with Zach because he actually uh, was pretty impressive in the way he described his feelings and stuff. Um, they did. She did overtly say his last name, and I don't know when they started doing this, but she said, I love Zach Clark. I heard or, her say what, that, what is, too. What is that? It's but always, she said it a couple of times tonight. Yeah, it's always like a, a discovery after the show. Like, Tasha's called Tasha Adams. But you only know that because she's been on several seasons of The Bachelor. Right. You know, she was just called Tasha before. And sometimes you get the second initial because there's like three Ethans. So it's <laughs> right. like, you know, it's like, yeah, you get you get almost their name. But I noticed that, too. I thought that maybe that maybe we've, uh, we're on a turning point of the Bachelor franchise where they're going to start going by their last names. I honestly like I think that prior to social media, I want to say in the history of television. From whenever TV started until 2009 or 10, when there was social media, it was it was kind of the unwritten rule, or maybe it was even written that you don't use last names on on TV. Yeah. If it's a oh. if it's a game sh- game show or reality TV, you don't use last names. And I guess maybe social media made these people more accessible. And when you follow them, you know their last name, so they maybe they don't put the pretense on or something. But it still sounded weird that she um, that she said his last name a couple times tonight. And I don't know if she was like trying to try on his last name or something or not. But um, she did. Uh, there was a reveal tonight. The dad. I guess um, Zach was talking to the dad, and she's like, and he was like, yeah. She told me that you everything that you did was for her, that you gave her every opportunity in life that you sent her to the private school and all this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, like, um, this chick has been in such a bubble yeah. that I don't know. I mean, I know she, she obviously, uh, got cheated on in a marriage and that was a devastating thing. I get that. But I think that she's had a pretty fucking good life. And the, the, uh, the way I know this is because when Zach asked her on one of the last dates, like, what is what what is your dream day or something? Um, she says, well, I'm going to wake up in Orange County yeah. and yes. yeah. gonna, I'm going to we're going to run a couple miles. Yeah. And then we're going to eat, eat at my local uh, cafe. Yeah. And then we're going to walk out to the dock where our boat is. Yep. And then we're going to go eat sushi. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Th- I'm thinking, oh, my God, what a simple show. I mean, God bless her. If 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 that's I think that that's what she does do like yeah. every single Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's Tasha Adams. She's an influencer. She lives in Corona Del Mar. <laughs> she goes out. She takes she takes pictures of whoever gave her leggings to wear that week to sell. <laughs> 
and or or soap or whatever they sell sunglasses and that's it you know she stacks checks she goes to sushi like it's a pretty it's a pretty good gig it's a good life that dress the dress she wore for the uh the last uh rose ceremony oh my god you gotta be kidding me she's very fit fit amazing body and she did you know she did a great job like they as much as we make fun of the show they were in a bad position um you know harrison wasn't there for a while they they had to shoot it all at a hotel they couldn't go to different locations like the whole thing was just kind of a mess and they 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 sort of salvaged it and they made a season out of it you know and they didn't do the the as much as they juiced it with the bringing Ben back and the like bring Bennett back a little bit, it's it still wasn't to the level of a lot of these seasons that we've seen lately where like Chad Johnson is like, oh, I'm not leaving. <laughs> and they're like, OK, Chad's going to stay a couple more weeks or right. Nick Viles like I'm not even on the show. I'm going to show up in the middle. I'm going to bang the bachelorette. And then also I might win. Then then they just have to make me a contest. It's like. We like we make fun of the stuff they do on the show, but it's they didn't do anything as outrageous as they've done in the past. Although they did replace the Bachelorette, so maybe I just contradicted everything I just said. I don't know. Well, I I personally find myself wanting to bring our friend Reality Steve on right now, yeah. so that I could cherry pick information from him because I know that like. I'm in need of information right now. Is Tasha still with this dude? Is Claire still with her dude? I yeah. saw. I like quickly uh, opened and then closed something, some oh, no. spoiler, oh, no. and the pictured on the spoiler was Blake and Claire, like a, a, a split, a split picture. I don't know what that meant, but anyways, I know that if I go on Reality Steve's social media right now, he's he's always working the next yeah. season, so I'm going to see a bunch of spoilers about the next season yeah. that I don't want to see. But I do want now to know what the spoilers are and were for the bachelorette season. I need to somehow find a filter. Well, maybe we'll, maybe what we'll do is we'll bring Steve on to preview the Matt James season. And then he can catch us up because by then it'll have had time to shake out. So we'll know. Let's do that. Yeah. We'll uh, know everything that's happened. We'll get it. We'll get an update on Tasha, and then we'll get a preview a spoiler-free preview because we don't traffic in spoilers here. Yeah, we don't do that. We want to know. We want to watch it. You know, with the with the earnestness that comes with watching The Bachelor, the the, <laughs> uh, the original idea of acting like this is real. Um, but he he can you know tell us who the contestants are and where they came from and how. What's interesting is. You know, they run these promos on, during the show where they're like, "If you want to be The Bachelor." show up at the St. Louis Arch at 8 o'clock on Wednesday, (laughs) November 3rd. And you're like, oh, that's weird. But then you watch the show and it's like, well, actually, um, this chick is friends with this chick. And she, (laughs) like, they all know each other. Right. You know, and it it makes sense. Like, that's why you would hire people. If if one hot girl that's been on the show is like, hey, I have all these hot friends that are cool like me. And they're like, oh, yeah, bring them in. We'll talk to them, too. So that makes sense. Um, Fun season. It's we'll, we'll be right back at it. Right, Jason? We will, and I like the. Uh, we can promote that Reality Steve will be on our uh, our Bachelor season opener. That should get uh, that he, should get some ears to yeah, the. Yeah, he's a podcast. good dude. He's a good dude, and he uh, he shows up when we need him. He, he can't say 
anything uh, more about the guy than that. Plus, uh, plus Cobra Kai or whatever has a third season coming out, so he'll probably yes. want to talk a little bit about that. Too. I will definitely. I, I owe him a review of the Cobra Kai. So when the third season comes out, I'm going to binge the whole thing, and then we'll do podcast about it. Uh, okay, Jason, fantastic work as always. You carried us through the season as you always do. I really appreciate it. For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from the Lifestyle.com. We'll see you next season. You fallin' in love We chillin' in the mansion outside the hot tub We startin' in LA and then we travel the world We toastin' champagne, we got 32 girls Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated We always speculate like you wouldn't believe But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve So, it's the bachelor lifestyle we livin' in It's the baller lifestyle we livin' in It's the bachelor lifestyle we livin' in